Hello, hello, hello. It's Friday, baby. My name is Lady T, and I'm the host for today. I'm here with co-host, Mr. Know-It-All. How are you, Mr. Know-It-All? Lady T, how are you today? I'm good. It's Friday, baby, and I am happy to be here. Me too. What's going on today? Well, you know, I think that today we're going to try something a little bit different. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're going to kind of, instead of just talking about general current events, I want to kind of focus on some some interesting sectors that I believe are really important for not only the new year, but in general for the whole country. What do you think of that? Let's do it then. So one of my things, and I, I know this is something that's a favor of yours as well, is education. Yes. And education is always changing. And, you know, what's really interesting is that uh, because a lot of different things have been happening in just in the space in general. Yeah, it's been and, going on. Yeah, it's been going on. Been hearing on the news and, and so forth. And obviously, you know that there's so much information in regards to student loans mm-hmm. and student loan forgiveness and companies requiring different uh, requirements for uh, college degrees or maybe not so much a college degree, but a specialty or certificates and specialties. So I wanted to kind of like elaborate on that a little bit, get your opinion on where you see it going and get your thoughts on where do you see uh, we as a country, how this can help or hinder. Well, you know, I'm not an expert on this, but I do have experience as far as with the college loans and that type of things. And I know it began last August when President Biden announced a plan for student forgiveness and everybody was happy, but it was questionable about how much at first. I remembered that. Right. And matter of fact, he ran on that. That really got people motivated, especially the younger people motivated to go out and vote because they're like, well, if they're going to really attack this student uh, loan yep. forgiveness idea. This is something that we want to kind of get behind. And the young people actually did go out. Came out, they showed up. Because of that, because it's important to them. And when they finally announced it, they came out with amounts of 10,000 and then 20,000 forgiveness. And unfortunately, you and I both know some student loans are way above that amount. But at the end of the day, if it was a drop in the bucket, it's better than nothing. Yeah. They were okay. Well, not really okay, but they were glad that something at least was offered in the amounts of. 10,000 to for some and 20,000 and these are for the federal loans. Right. So, um everybody was anticipating that it was going to begin and everybody's getting back because everyone initially they do want to pay back their loans. Mm-hmm. But it becomes the interest and and everything becomes so um so much that it's too much for a young person starting out to to try to put into their budget. So, this was something that was looked upon as yes, let's do it. But then something happens. Well, what's interesting about student loans and student debt is that because, and you know, going back and doing a little history, you know, our generation really pushed uh, the next generation to really go to college and to get university degrees because it would help them get into the middle class and also give them a sustainable career. And because of that, just push to get people into university and to get people into to colleges, they inflated the cost of college and going to university, incredibly so. Something in the range of 142, 143% Percent, right. tuition just 
went crazy because they all of a sudden you had all these people who were pushed into going into university right, it training. Became big business to try became big business. to get the college, the students into the schools and then the tuition increased every semester. If not well, every year definitely, but sometimes every semester. Right. And um it, it, it was too much. It continually grew for decades now. And of course, the students began to need the assistance of a student loan. If right. they a federal student loan, I know there was when I was going to school, it was Tap and Pell, um, because I'm one of the people that actually would have had to utilize a student loan. So it was something where we needed in order to get the education that we desired. Right, and I remember going to school, and they had the Guaranteed Student Loan Program. That's what it was called. Way back, like in the 80s. We're, show, we're showing our age. But the thing about the Guaranteed Student Loan uh, Program. Now, here's the interesting thing. I remember being in school, and I came up short. And, I, and my counselor said, well, you're going to need to get a loan. And they said, it's called a Guaranteed Student Loan Program. You go down to your local bank, and you tell them you need the loan, and they will give you the loan. And I remember I needed something like $1,000, right? Wow. Well, when you're in college and you have no money, it's... Uh, $1,000 seems like a lot. Multiply I, that by 50000 Correct. <laughs> and that was going to pay for, for, for or 12, 12 classes. <laughs> and, 12 credits. Uh, 12 credits, right? right? And all I was sure was $1,000. Amazing that you could pay to go to college at that time. Again, this was in the Ancient. 80s. Right, in the <laughs> 80s. So now, jump this by 40 some odd years. Now even a CUNY or City University or a state university, SUNY, average tuition jumped from, say, about eight or maybe three or four thousand dollars a semester, to something like thirty to forty to fifty thousand dollars a semester. So now, when the kid goes down to get a guaranteed student loan, they don't even call it that anymore. It's now subsidized by a gigantic bank, you know, one of these big conglomerates, one of the top banks. And this person is signing on for the rest of their life with compounded interest that changes and flips. And next thing you know, average student loan debt is between $80,000 and $140,000 that the person is carrying. And that's not, and that you're saying that's for a CUNY or a SUNY. Imagine for a CUNY or a for SUNY. For the private universities, the private colleges, their tuitions are a little bit different. They're more. Much more and aggressive, yes. For instance, I remember it being a thing where if you lived in, uh, let's for instance, let's take, for example, New York, and you wanted to go to a college out of state, mm -hmm. uh, to New Jersey or to uh, someplace else. Any other state. Any yeah. other state. From where you're from. If you're not a resident of the other state, your tuition is increased because you're not a resident of that school. And it's Simply, if you just wanted to go to the um, the university of the state, like right. the state university, it's not a specialty school, possibly. Um, it really just would be a higher tuition because you did not live in that state. Yeah. So all of that added together comes up with the amounts that all of the young people owe on their student loans and young adults as well. I mean, um, People have student loans and they've been paying for a long time. Right, and the interest just, and you're just has just been going crazy. Right. So it became almost like a, a rigged system. So something has, has to be addressed because people are drowning. And you know, these are people you know, from all uh, generations, from the baby boomers 
to generation uh, from the millennials to generation X to generation Z. They're all affected by this. So you're looking at a wide range of people being affected. So something has to be addressed. Something has to be done. And to Biden's credit, he addressed this and, and got it started. Now, we all know at this point right now, the Supreme Court is going to be listening to arguments as if to see the legality if student loan forgiveness can be done by the president, which he's trying to do, the ten and $20,000. Because they have naysayers. Right. There's right. matter of fact, and I'm going to say their names. I don't know, so do tell. <laughs> right. Home Depot is sponsoring opposition to this uh, uh, loan forgiveness program mm. because some people are taking offense because, you know, some people have paid some loans. So by sponsoring you, you're saying that they're actually bankrolling. Bankrolling the legal arguments and the legal cases for people who are opposing this because some people are not qualified for the loan forgiveness program for various reasons. And they're they're being knocked out of uh, the $20,000 and or the $10,000. And they have, they feel like it's not fair that they don't get... Uh, a chance to be uh, uh, have their loans forgiven, even though this person that's actually bringing the case had a PPP loan forgiven for in the amount of forty to sixty thousand dollars. So they had no problem with loan forgiveness for PPP loans, but they have a problem with student loan forgiveness. I don't know so how they basically you're saying put this that, together. Um, they are opposing the uh, ten to twenty thousand dollar relief. Yes. For students. I'm really surprised at that. Yeah, they because they they're they're supposed to be a company for the community. I know as um anyone who's looking for things for their home, Home Depot's the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah. You that's don't where you expect go. them to be against you. Now I, I'm I don't know this for sure, um, but if that is the case, it's really absurd, honestly. Right. Because really first time home buyers who 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 make it into the middle class and buy their first home because of that college degree. And they're in working. their shopping. They're in their shopping. And right. meanwhile, they're holding all this debt, but they have to, you know, furnish their house, fix up their house. And they go to Home Depot and actually pick them. They choose them to be their provider. And Home Depot is actually on the back end fighting against them on while they're spending their good earned, hard-earned money in their store. So yeah, that's, it's just that's really not in the best well. interest of uh, Home Depot. I think it wouldn't be in the best interest of Home Depot to do that. But I guess I, they believe that politically it's the best place for them to be, to be against their own customers. So wow. shame on them. Shame yeah. on them. Yeah. So interesting thing, um, what's happening as well because of the pandemic, right? We always talk about that. There's a shortage of labor because there's just so many people that are actually, God bless them, they're employed. That now a number of employers are actually dropping the requirement for a college degree. Wow. And these are major people like Google and Apple and and uh, a lot of these specifically people in tech. You know, they're looking for, they're having a, a, a challenge finding people who are skilled in these particular, uh, 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 having chronic talent shortages for specific skill set. So what they're looking at more is a skill-based, uh, uh, employing skill-based uh, labor uh, force that uh, if they get certificates in cybersecurity, IT, uh, different uh, CRM platforms, that they will actually support 
and hire these individuals without a college degree. But if they take the training, they would hire them. What do you think of that? Well, it, it sounds to me like it goes back to the same issue. Yeah. And this is because of the skyrocketing tuition and the student loans. And um, they're saying, okay, more uh, students coming out of high schools and thinking about even going into college are saying, is it really worth getting a degree at yeah. this point? Because they really want the degree possibly for a specialization, um, but do they want the student loans? Um, I know that if you're a doctor or you're a lawyer, that kind of thing, you definitely need a degree. Yes. Me personally, I'm a college person that uh, thinks that a college is a great experience to have. And you do need to have some background in it. But if it's something where you go, um, am I going to weigh this? Do I get into an organization, a top organization such as Google, who's going to accept you without that degree? And you can maneuver. The talent always will rise regardless. That is a very good statement. So when you're in there, and sometimes there are people that do not require degrees because their specialty may be something that does not need a four-year college degree or a master's and that thing. Um, kind of thing. But I do believe, for me, that colleges are important, but they have to really, going back to the other subject, they have to get the um, the loans back in order. They have to get the tuition and everything back down to earth. Yeah, I agree with that. So this reverses the so-called degree inflation, a trend that picked up up the steam during the Great Recession, where many employers began adding degree requirements to job descriptions they that hadn't been previously there. And this really helped kind of push tuition really high. So that really made people have to go to school just to get the most basic job. But now that they're really going to focus on, you know, skill set and certificate set uh, type requirements for jobs, this should reverse that. So now in general, I believe a college degree is something that's going to make a better nation, a better set, of, a better society, because you get people who are going to be educated on all a well-rounded individuals, and actually, I think it'll make a, a greater society. However, this inflation, and as a, yeah, as the United States, we have to compete. We have know? to compete. So, if if we have an um a nation, a bit, you know, the United States, it's not full of more college education, uh, college educated people. The issue becomes: Are we um going to be behind? And and that's not acceptable. You know what I mean? I think that um. The truth about it is, if this college degree thing is real, the Googles are saying, the Teslas, and, and the other big company, the tech Tesla's, companies. Apple, Apple, Google, all the big, big top-shelf companies. Are they really going to accept um, a higher per, a hiree without a degree compared to someone? Because as we all know, there will be people who will have their degrees. Right. This does not affect everyone. There are some people that are more fortunate or rich, and they go to college. So right. those people are still going to be in the market, and they are going to be the competition against the person who comes in because they don't have a degree, but the rules have been changed so that they are. The difference is that um, we all have to be on the same levels, and I don't. I think that I want to keep it that way. I don't want to have a, a situation where, okay, the level has changed, and don't lower the bar. Just increase the education for everybody. That's how I feel about it. I don't think that it's fair that um, you're saying, oh, we don't need the college degrees anymore. But I think you do. I still think you need to be college educated if you're able to, if it's something that you want to do. 
Right. Yeah. And I and I I tend to agree with you. I think as a whole, the society we are better people when we have more well-rounded individuals. This again is going to be addressing skill set specifically in the tech sector. And so what's going on in the tech sector is that you can gain this skill set uh, from many different avenues, but you still have to be trained. But as a society, I think as a society, we need well-rounded individuals that understanding, reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? And also philosophy and music and culture because it makes it a rich society. We don't want to be, you know, a society that, lacks in culture. We don't want to be a society that lacks in, in, in understanding, you know, uh, you know, reading, you know, text that have really gives more enjoyment to the overall culture. So that would be really sad to see if that just transpires and people don't understand anything about philosophy or anything about, you know, uh, higher end mathematics, calculus and, and geometry and things of that nature. So because what's going to happen to the culture where, OK, you may know how to code something, but you know nothing about Shakespeare. You know nothing about Charlie Parker and John Coltrane and, and Nina Simone. Right. You know nothing about any of these cultural icons. But, you know, you, you can actually design, um, you know, a uh, a platform on on Google. Well, that's a sign of the times. I mean, times have changed and updated. Yeah, low, lowest common said, denominator in culture nowadays, right? What what is? Uh, just the general. Everything's kind of on the lowest bar of taste, and it's the lowest bar of 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 viewpoint I, point I of view. I kind of disagree with that. I yeah? think that um, if you seek, you will find. Mm. If you seek, you will find the art. You will find the music. Good. Um, it's in you. That's yeah. in you. But you say something interesting about uh, the tech sector. Now, there are schools that specialize in technical training. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I know that those schools were the more expensive. Um, they're maybe not more expensive, but the loan situation. Those are the type of schools that if you go for that specialization in technical training... Those loans would never get forgiven because they're not federal loans. Is that accurate? No, no. Well, okay. Well, the thing is that the tech side has really changed in regards to innovation and where the actual training comes from. So now, and matter of fact, Google actually offers a number of. It sounds uh, like we're doing a Google commercial. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> but they they offer a number of uh, certificates for people to get trained. And they can, as low as $39 in some cases. Wow. So they're beating a lot of the institutions. Because the thing is, on the internet, you can go and actually learn all of the tricks of the trade on different specific platforms and languages. And if you specifically sit down and learn language and you learn coding and you learn uh, uh, cybersecurity, you can learn these things on your own and you just have to know where to look. And a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the, uh, a lot of these schools, they don't have uh, the they, they don't have the specialization because this stuff changes so quickly. But what could you learn for thirty nine dollars? I mean, I'm I'm curious about that. Well, what exactly, would you that be? could and learn. How, how long is that? A one day class? Is that a session? What is that? And how much can you absorb? Well, you know, what's the biggest thing is cloud computing nowadays. You can learn how to put together a cloud computing network which is, you know, really massive. And today, everything is cloud, right? Even how we're, we're doing this podcast today. This is, we're going to take this and we're going to upload this to a cloud. Well, that's basically a language. And also, it's a, a, a platform that can be learned 
some of it's what they call uh, uh, point and click. And just, you know, you don't even have to code it, but you just have to learn the software. So the software is available. And if you get your hands on the software, you can learn it. And that's and changing every it's day. It's changing and changed and so quickly that a university, so NYU has to go, okay, this is the, the you know, they're going to come up with a curriculum. That'll take them three to six months to, to design the curriculum. Meanwhile, some person has coded something brand new in a new language, and then that's available you can only learn it from that person. Because they have hands-on experience. Because they got so. hands-on experience. Hands-on experience. Or they live in that good. world where, yeah. where the people are, are constantly upgrading and, and taking it and manipulating the, manipulating the code. There's something called open source, right? Open source is like, a, that's that? been around for a long time. Right. Where someone comes up with a code and everyone who's part of that community can actually build upon that that uh that that source of that code and they basically take the code and they, they expand it and it changes it's like kind of a living breathing organism so you know there's a community of people that do this now I'm not a coder and I'm not a, a programmer but I know that these 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 um, organizations exist where people kind of come together in a community and they learn from each other and it just expands upon that and keep in mind all the big companies that we love or that part of our lives, like Microsoft and Apple. None of these people actually ever graduated college. Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Michael Dell. They went to these prestigious universities, but, but they the, didn't graduate from them. But you, when you say that, because I know everyone thinks they could be Bill Gates, yeah. but, and that's not possible. Right. Um, it's He's one of a kind. Right. And um, to put that out there, to say, like, I know that if you have um, young adults going to school and they go, I don't need to go to school because I'm going to be Bill Gates. But that's not, everyone can't be Bill Gates. So that's the reality of it. So even though he didn't go to school, that was what he didn't have to do. It's like when you bring it to the music segment, everyone has a specialty in what they do. And what you described almost with the, um, the tech part is if, you know, you rent a drum beat and everyone builds their own music off of mm -hmm. that one drum beat. Right. So now that's the same thing in the technical world. But as far as um, being Bill Gates or, or the Facebook guy, um, Mark Zuckerberg, everyone wants to right. do that. It's once in, it's a one in a million. It's like winning lotto. And yeah, everyone saw the Facebook movie. Right. Mm -hmm. He went he started out at college, but he never finished because his idea and who he was took him to the next level without college. A degree, but not everyone can do that. Correct, that is true. Plus, you know, the people came up in different communities where, like, actually, Bill Gates came up in a community that just so happened to be so many coders lived in that particular uh, well, computer programmers at that time lived in his community. In his high school, you know, they got one of the first computers ever in the country. In his high school. So it just was timing. Right. And, and like you said, it's one of a kind that this will happen. Like uh, lightning is not going to strike in the same place twice. And even though he may have been the one that we know of, he may not have been the best one. Right. He may be just the one that rose to the top because of his timing. But there may have been someone that he learned from. Right. Which in most cases is always the case. Correct. And he's the one that got the glory for it. So we, we don't know. So I can't say that everyone's going to not necessarily need to go to college because I think that people, if they're able to, they should. Correct. Because you have to compete in this world. You really do. Yeah. And the more you have under the, your belt, the better.
So. So I think we agree more than we disagree on this. And okay. uh, I think we definitely agree that uh, we like the idea of um, the higher education because I think it what makes the person more well-rounded as well as it builds our society to be a greater society. And at the end of the day, I think as a country, that's where we want to be. And you and like think, that idea too? I do. I think a higher education, but at a reasonable cost. At I a mean, reasonable cost. You shouldn't cost. have a noose around your neck, um, pun, no pun, but forever. It right. shouldn't be there. You shouldn't have to, You should, and the interest shouldn't be more than the loan. Because yeah. ultimately, when you're paying, you're paying, you're paying, and you're just paying the interest, you're not ever touching the loan. That can go on perpetually. So yeah. no, we have to get a system in place where our young, our youth believe that they can get into the schools and pay off the loans if they need them and mm-hmm. um, let it be fair. Right now, it's Or make it like like high school where, you know, I it's mean... It's free. Where it's free. <laughs> where Because where, it's only making the, the, the culture better. You're going to get better, well-rounded people. It's going to benefit the country. Start the community colleges right. for free. Right. Or the state colleges. No, yeah. really. I mean, that's right a thought. There. When you come out of high school, and this is a thought I think that I forgot what state was thinking about it, offer the free community college at least for two years because think about it. The first two years of anyone's college education, they're, they're not, not really sure. certain right. or sure of what they want to do for for a, a living or career, they may yeah. start out with an idea, but then they may get into it and go, hmm, you know what? I don't think I like this, but they in now two years and they're paying a student loan for that. Right. So the first two years at least should be free. And I forgot what, there is a state that's doing that. Where New York State is, is doing New York, that. Yeah, you New go York. in for two years and uh, that that's it. You can find out, I think it's an associate's at two years, right? Right. I actually think the New York program is at the state university level, and they look for high school students that have a high GPA. You know, they have, they have a minimum GPA requirement, and this gets them in there, and they have to maintain this, a good GPA during their, their career, uh, you know, their four-year degree career, uh, to, to, to make sure that they stay within that program. But I think it's a great idea because, you know, it's only going to make the state a better place, and you're just going to have more educated people, which is going to help the society. You know? Right, and I think the higher GPA requirement is because it really will show the students' interest of being in school. Because there are people um, or young students that decide, well, I'm not ready to run right into another uh, sort of education uh, situation. Right. I just want to um, explore. I want to take a year off, maybe. Right. I want to go work, or maybe some um, students have to work depending on their financial situation, so they're not able to immediately go into a, a college or a university. So when the, the schools are asking for a higher GPA, these are the students that are really interested and focused and determined to complete their degrees, I believe. Right. That's my thought. I'm not, I'm not an expert. Again, I don't know for sure, but that's just my thought on it. So a lot of this still remains to be seen. On February 28th, the Supreme Court is going to hear the case if Joe Biden or the President Joe Biden will be able to in, to implement his uh, student loan forgiveness program, which people, it's not exact amount they want, but people are wholeheartedly behind it because it at least gives people a start. Now, the thing is, if the Supreme Court decides to go against it, and being that it's a very conservative court that may... More than likely than not will happen. and uh, But he's now released a new program, 
which basically is going to be a repayment program. Actually, it's called Repay. And that will help as well because it will take, once the student loans start again, and I believe in June or August of this year. I think it's year, August. August of this right. year. Mm-hmm. People can actually, uh, if they pay for 20 years, and they can work out where the interest is not going to, to move up, so they change the principal balance of it. After 20 years of making constant payment for 20 years, they can actually wipe off the, the, the remaining debt. And then also it knocks down the discretionary income down to, from 10% to 5% that they will be required to pay of their their um, their right. income. The monthly, the uh, monthly amount. Are reduced from 10% to 5%. So they save, they help the, this will help the economy. This will help the student be able to save for other things like buying a home, uh, using it to, uh, you know, help their family. You know all these things, so they can cut the payment down, and also not have it grow so so large to seem as as if they're paying, but the the price never goes down, which is very frustrating for anybody to pay every month and never see the bill go down. And for borrowers who are earning less than thirty thousand five hundred, mm-hmm. there's going to be zero monthly payments. For it's they're single, they would have to be single, right? Um, zero monthly payments for the low income people. Oh, well, not low income, but that's the 30500 And And stop the interest from accruing. Because, like I said, the interest could be like painstaking. You're right. paying, you're paying, and all you're paying is interest. You're never touching the loan. So, and if you're 20 years old or you're 30 years old, right, and you play this for, for 20 years, by the time you turn 50, right, at this point, you built your career, you're doing something, or maybe you're doing nothing. But you know, if you paid into it for 20 years, you don't have to ride this into your older age from 50, 60, 70. Really? You'll be paying 40, it until 45, death. whatever. You know? Because they're making their, once they make their regular payments, no interest will accrue. Right. As long as they make the regular payments. Right. But then after 20 years of straight payments, and then. So by 40. Yeah, 40 or so. Um, it should be done. So you don't have to think about it and you could move on with your life. And it's not there forever until death. <laughs> Who would want that? I mean, you know. You said it so, so me, so death. <laughs> I mean, it's just... Who wants to be looking down a barrel for the rest of your life? It's a horrible feeling. Well, it gives people hope, you know? That's how Biden got elected as well. Right. Because the students wanted this. So I believe they're going to come to some type of agreement. Right. I'm not sure what... Um, the initial plan was better than this repay plan um, because it. I think that even the parents who took out uh, student parent plus parent loans, plus yeah. loans, they're not included in this. Right, repay that's, plan. that's going to have to be another conversation. Right, because so, a lot of the parents holding the debt. But the stu- what the but Biden knows that he got elected by the youth because they were counting on this. Right. So he didn't consider, I guess, the parents. <laughs> The parents, you're either with them or you're not. That's how I see yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> well, the parents would be happy that their children, children don't have uh, a debt for forever. Forever. And, uh, and then hopefully maybe a different conversation can be had. Yeah. So I think we covered a lot of this. You know, I, I think we've seen a little bit of, I think they're trying to just show the light at the end of the tunnel, you know. Right. There has to be, there, there has to be something to address some of it. And if we they this if they're successful at the Supreme Court level, 
and then they put this together, this will really help, I believe. Yeah, we probably have to re come back to this and again. see what yeah. the decision is and, and see where we're at again with this because it definitely is a conversation and it is an ongoing conversation. Ongoing conversation. It is not something that can be resolved immediately because look how many decades it took to get to this point. Absolutely. So, I, I mean, I think that was a, a, a good discussion. and I'm, Yeah, how do you like this format? I mean, we're, we're going to play around with it. You know, actually, I think we might have a guest next, next week, but... Um, oh, we'll, exciting. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it... Uh, we'll keep it We'll keep it a secret for now because, you know, we're waiting for some confirmations. But we're going to be trying different things, and, and I like that. How about you? Uh, it's always different and exciting and new. So, to me, I think special guests are important because I do have a couple of people that I'm thinking lined up that I would like to interview or speak with. And they can give us their expertise as well. Yes. Because this, we're not experts in these situations. We're just telling you our opinions. Right. Um, they're not anything that you can say, oh... This is what this person said because, no, we're just telling you how our perspective of it. So, Right, and, and we want to we want to enlighten. And if there's any questions uh, about how to do things, we can get those guests on here that are experts, subject matter experts on that. You know, it just, you know, it shines a brighter light on, on different subject matters. Yeah, because some things just aren't spoken about um, in the normal, everyday to day things. And sometimes right. clarity, you may heard something and you go, wait a minute. But if there's something that we could check in for you, just let us know. Like I said, you can always email us at info at itsfridaybaybay.com. Again, that's info at itsfridaybaybay.com. And we'd love to hear your concerns, your thoughts, and maybe tell us what you'd like to hear. Because that way, we can make sure we focus on the important topics for you. So, with that being said, Mr. Know-It-All, how are you doing? And as well as, also, this is MLK Weekend. I know we right. covered that. That's right. We did last that last week. week. And there's some great things. Martin Luther King Jr. Day is on Monday. And it is two days from now. And I hope you guys have special events planned. Or just take a moment to meditate on how you can make it a better world. Because Martin Luther Amen. King was all about that. Yes. Amen. So what do we have? Any any new music? We have new music. What do we have? What do we have? <laughs> we have music. And thank you for the Ruby Boo Entertainment. Love um, that label. You love say it. that every week. <laughs> just love them. What do they got this week? This week, we're going to be playing a song. It's an instrumental song. It's entitled... The light. The light. Yes, we're gonna shed. We're gonna like. We're gonna definitely shed some light on on, yes. on issues. Amen to that. Amen. And the light is always good. So we hope you enjoy. And thank you, Mister Know It All. It was great talking with you today. Always great talking to you, Lady T. And why? Why? Because it's Friday, Friday baby.
views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the speaker's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of any agency and or platform. The material and information presented here is for general information and entertainment purposes only. It's Friday, baby. Name and all forms and abbreviations are the property of its owners and its use is not an endorsement or opposition to any specific organization, product, or service.